With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The following podcast is brought to you exclusively by the Rad Rob Radio Network. Welcome to Uncancelled with Drake Words, where we put God, family, and country first, first and challenge the woke cancel culture one episode at a time. Now, please welcome the host of the show, Drake Words and Rad Rob, Rob Francois. Hey guys, welcome back to Uncancelled with Drake Words. I am Rad Rob. Rob Francois, this is episode number 34, and I am joined by the one and only, the hardest working man in Florida, Mr. Drake Wirtz. Dude, I've seen your pictures on Instagram and uh, and Facebook of you getting absolutely shredded, staying in fantastic shape while you're out uh, doing the good work. Uh, how, how do you how do you find time to work out with all you got going on? <laughs> Wake up really, really early. No kidding, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Good for yeah, you, dude, for staying on it. Just get, get very little sleep, drink a lot of caffeine, <laughs> work out early. Well, God bless you, man. You, uh, you're you yeah. looking fantastic. You look like you're in the best shape of your life. So, No, no, I've been in better shape before. Really? But, uh, hey, we're, right. in, we're in fighting shape for the campaign. That's absolutely right. So uh, what were you up to uh, this week? What did you have for, uh, for any event? Anything exciting going on in the campaign? Uh, yes. I mean, every single day it's something exciting. So last, uh, last weekend had some, did some good canvassing and door knocking. I also participated in the, uh, uh, Orlando walk for life, nice. uh, 2022 walk for life. So that was an incredible turnout, had almost a thousand people there, uh, blue jacket park in Orlando, just standing for life, um, and supporting choices, friends, pregnancy center. It's an incredible Christ honoring pregnancy center. Um, that, that offer moms and dads that face an unexpected pregnancy, uh, resources, help, guidance, um, and the love of Jesus Christ. And so it's just always a pleasure and an honor for me to support them in their mission. That's awesome, dude. That's really great. I saw the pictures of you and uh, your wife on Facebook. We got to get her back on the show, by the way. She is uh, a fascinating woman to talk to. And such a, she such is. A, she's, she's, got, she's got a lot to talk about. I she, is one of the, she is the... The uh, the liberals that attend the school board meeting, she is their worst nightmare. <laughs> nice, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, uh, but she was sweet to me, so I don't want to. I don't want to get in her bad side and see. Uh, yeah, see what comes off of that. Um, I don't know if you're following what's going on with our buddy Doctor Willie Montague, but um, he's been kind of vocal on Facebook about, um, and maybe just people attacking him or attacking his character, his campaign. But have you spoken with with him lately? And do you know what's going on with him? Uh, I, I saw him on Thursday, actually, where we were at the Pro-Life Action Ministries uh, banquet dinner. Um, uh, I, I saw him there and did speak with him briefly, yes. Yeah, it's unfortunate, man. I mean, everyone, everyone's getting attacked, right? And everybody Look, from the when left. You're standing, when you're standing for truth and yeah. when you're putting it out there and when you're bold and you're principled and your convictions, um, obviously the left is going to always come after us. But, yeah. you know, when you hold the Republican Party accountable as well, that's when you're really going to get attacked. And look, you're never going to please everybody. True. You're just not. Um, but again, you got to have convictions. You got to have principles. 
and, and Willie is one of those guys. Is he confident uh, that he may win this fall? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He is. Of course he is. Yes. Good. Yep. That's good. I, mean, I hope and, he does. Look, it's a, it's an incredibly blue district, but he's yeah. he's been working day in and day in, day in and day out for a very long time. He's a good guy. He's a good, he's a good dude. I hope he. Uh, yep. I really do uh, hope he wins. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot going on um, since we last spoke, especially uh, some fallout from the leaked uh, Supreme Court uh, alleged. Yeah, decision. when we last spoke about that, that it just came out. Yes. Uh, well, apparently, um, I, I, <laughs> we don't like Mr. Biden, but he's actually kind of upset a lot of the people on the far left because he is advocating for peaceful protests uh, and. Not outside the Supreme Court judges' houses. Have you seen the crazy woke mob going, finding yeah. out where, where these judges live, going to their houses and protesting outside? They should all be arrested. Yeah, I, I mean, that's highly illegal. Uh, but on top of that, look, Biden's an athlete. He's a nimrod, right? But uh, <laughs> even, he, he, even he realizes, like, these are, even if these were, if these were liberal, the liberal justices, and you know Republicans were protesting. We would condemn that too. It's just because it's, right. it's you don't go to somebody's house and, and and I mean a lot of, they're almost getting violent. Yes. And uh, there was a protest in Miami, actually down here in Florida last week, um, and it got it got half violent as well. I mean these the pro boards they are so obsessed with killing children that the the even thought the mere thought of it not happening in a in a state of uh, just drives them mad they're they're incensed on practicing child sacrifice yeah you know what i mean it, it it is just absolutely awful and what they don't realize like hey let's just say let's say roe versus Wade gets overturned tomorrow like that's really kind of where the fight just begins yep because then it has to be state by state by state by state where you have to fight for for protection of the unborn um, and, and I think the Rob, I think the battle is going to shift, um, to where like these liberal states, they're going to become like havens for abortion. Um, and, and that's where it's really going to get intense. That's where the battle is going to shift to. I know the Michigan governor is already calling, uh, for the state legislature to start passing bills, uh, you know, legalizing abortions, you know, for good. Uh, so they're already working on that. And obviously we know mm-hmm. California and, and the Northeast are probably doing the same thing, but, um, yeah, it, it, you know, Bill Maher, who is a staunch Democrat, but he's been very, very vocal, at least for the last year or two, because mm-hmm. he, he, he's not a leftist. He's, he's kind of a, I don't want to call him a Jeffersonian liberal, but I mean, he's, he, he's one of the somewhat level-headed, uh, Democrats, uh, even though he's anti-religion, anti-God. Um, he is calling out the lefties uh, on their BS. And, you know, he said a lot of these pro-abortion advocates and people protesting are absolutely uneducated and have no mm-hmm. idea what they're protesting and don't even know what the law actually stands for. Um, so, and, and Bill's called out the president and, and Kamala and, and AOC and everybody recently. So at least there's a couple level-headed uh, Democrats, uh, even though yeah. he, he, uh, he's obviously unsaved. Um, but he's... He's right. I mean, half these people that are on Twitter or TikTok or Facebook or wherever, screaming and crying and protesting, even Elizabeth Warren for crying out loud, they really don't know even what Roe versus Wade is. They just know that it has to do with abortion. Right. 
Yeah, and again, man, it's just it's a it's a trigger in them. They get totally triggered and they just go like that that video of Elizabeth Warren, that's oh, demonic. Yes, absolutely. Oh man. She's possessed. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, again, it's it, it and here's where I'm at with it. The states, especially conservative states, should have never uh fell, fell in alignment with right. this opinion to begin with because the courts don't make laws. Right. Uh, this is this is a state's issue. It's always been a state's issue. Um, and I, from the get-go, from Jump Street, on my campaign before I ran for office, uh, I have called that we should nullify, because nullification is constitution, that we should nullify and ignore Roe and those that those of us that live within conservative states where we have a, a allegedly pro-life majority in the state house and the state in the state senate, that we should protect life from conception. Um, and that, you know, like the scripture says in Acts 529, we should honor God and not man. We shouldn't have this greater fear and reverence of, of federal reaction as opposed to having a greater fear and reverence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Correct. And, you know, what I find funny is, and not, not haha funny, but, you know, I think a lot of the reasons why the states haven't pushed back after all these years is because if they try to pass legislation for that, nullifying Roe versus Wade, people can take them to the courts and mm-hmm. go up the chain to the appellate courts all the way up until the Supreme Court where we do have the precedent where, you know, Roe versus Wade is. So I, I think a lot of people have been afraid to challenge it because they're, they just figure it's going to cost a lot of time and a lot of money when they could be doing other things uh, just to get turned down if it goes that high to the Supreme Court. Does that, does that sound kind of accurate? Yeah, it's, it's political pragmatism. Again, they're they're very pragmatic and they're stuck within the bounds of these political realities. Where, um, you know, imagine how much God would bless that yeah. if we if we just truly stuck to God's word. You know, Thou shalt not murder. I'd rescue those that are. The God calls us to rescue those being led to slaughter, not to regulate murder, uh, but to rescue those. And so, uh, I, again, you know, we've we've nullified when it came to gun laws and marijuana laws, which is totally totally fine. Uh, but when it comes to our preborn children, uh, again, that's where we've fallen short. But hey, you know, I, I hope this is uh, truly uh, where, where some states will actually have some, they'll be they'll have the gumption, the the encouragement to have some more courage to actually pass strong legislation and protect life from conception. Uh, I'm sure you're aware of who Keith Olbermann is, uh, former ESPN anchor. He's uh, he's really a left wing nut job. Keith uh, Olbermann is, yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so he put out a tweet on Mother's Day, no less, uh, taking a, a dig at a woman who homeschools her children. I know your kids are homeschooled, so it's very close to your mm-hmm. to your heart. Uh, <laughs> um, Bethany Mandel tweeted out, uh, imagine, or sorry, the original, sorry, let's go to the original tweet. Steve Schmidt said, Sarah Palin once said the following to me, Steve I can take the vice presidential, camp, vice presidential campaign uh, plane wherever I want. It's my plane. I responded, Governor, there is some truth to that. First, there is no such thing as a vice presidential campaign. There is a presidential campaign. So uh, Bethany Mandel said, imagine tweeting his thread thinking you come off like the good guy. You see, I was able to intimidate a battle-hardened former POW in a green room, and then it was I who suffered the most during his funeral. What a narcissistic lunatic. Keith Olbermann said, imagine putting homeschool mom in your bio and not understanding that you've just ruined the lives of five innocent children. 
what on God's green earth is wrong with homeschooling? Like, that's just a weird topic for him to kind of jump on and, and say that yeah. ho- homeschooling your kids is ruining what because they don't they don't get out and socialize. Like, what do you think they're in in, in house all totally the time? Like, that is absolutely a myth. Right, too. right. Like my kids have more social because they're not stuck in a classroom yeah. for eight and a half nine hours a day. So they have more socialization than 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 most of the public school kids that I know. So that's just an absolute myth and a lie. You know why he's attacking again, because it brings it back to traditional family values to where in homeschool, this radical, radical, godless, progressive, you know, anti-American curriculum is not being taught. taught, The the Bible is taught in homeschool and most homeschool curriculums. Uh, You know, the constitution, federalist papers, you know, classic liberal arts, of math, reading, science, all that, that is taught. And so, again, it goes back to tradition. Yep. And the nuclear family is on the attack. And that, you know, with BLM Incorporated and all in this liberal agenda, they want to disrupt and dismantle the nuclear family and attacking homeschool, which the federal level is trying to do. So we have incredible homeschool laws here in Florida. Um, but uh, that's just an attack on the nuclear family and tradition. Speaking of similar things, actually, what's going on in your state? Um, Senator Chris Murphy, Democrat from Connecticut, my old stomping grounds, where I was born and raised. He was on Fox News uh, this past weekend, speaking with uh, Brett Baer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Murphy claimed that Florida lawmakers have engaged in a campaign to, quote, target gay kids in schools. Uh, he said, I am very concerned about the sort of very quick, hateful, divisive turn that the Republican Party has taken, Murphy claimed. This effort in Florida to sort of target gay kids in school, I just think is mean-spirited and something that I had not seen from the Republican Party when I first started out in politics 20 years ago. Bear actually interjected and said, hold on, I'm going to interrupt you. To target gay kids in school, the bill is about not talking about sexual identity from K through third grade. That's not targeting gay kids to which murphy said yes it is it absolutely is it is sending a message to these kids that they are not worthy that they should be ashamed of their identification number one i'm glad i don't live in connecticut anymore because it's just a horrible miserable liberal cesspool no one's happy no one's happy there at all uh number two except mr man mr man's about the only happy man in connecticut damn pal i'm making 400 billion dollars a year now uh, yeah. they had, they had record Is that what profit. they're up to now? Well, they had record profits uh, for the fourth quarter. Uh, wow. I, I think it was something like $300 million profit. Wow. Thank God for Nick Khan, right? I mean, guy's a genius. Yeah. Uh, but in any event, um, the Democrats know what this bill is about. They know 100,000% what it's about. But they will go all in on spending this uh, to make it seem like DeSantis and Florida are the bad guys. They hate, yep. you know, they're, they're, they're homophobes. They, they hate gay kids. Uh, when it could be farther, couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, is this kind of stuff going to hurt them in the polls, do you think, uh, this year? Going to hurt... Hurt the Democrats because they're going so yeah. hard on this? Yeah. They're, again, they're so bit up on it. Nowhere in the bill does it say, don't say gay. Yeah. It actually doesn't mention, doesn't mention gay at all. It doesn't mention homosexual. It, it just simply states... That we don't talk about sexual identity, sexual uh, ideology 
on K through third grade. It should be through the 12th grade. But again, yeah. be that as it may. Uh, and look, this is a launching pad for the Democrats. And in my local school board, the, the, the liberals are coming in droves. It's turned into a DeSantis bashing session mm. each and every single month uh, because – they want to. They want to sexualize children. Yeah. Um, so yes, it's absolutely going to hurt them in the polls uh, because look, they're they're digging the hole themselves. That they want to. They want to. Stay. People that I talk to at the doors, they don't want even like your more moderates. They don't want people talking to their kids about sex, yeah. about sexual identity or or transgenderism or pansexualism or whatever whatever all this other LGBTQI element of OP plus, <laughs> you know. Uh, curriculum that they're trying to push out it's like no stop sexualizing kids let kids be kids do you think the anti-abortion stuff too will will make a difference in the polls i mean how do you see this playing out uh are, are the democrat voters going to come out in droves to kind of stop what's going on or do you think well i think that's why the leak came out that and they right. want to put pressure on the justices to, to change their opinion which Clarence said opinions can change. Yeah, Clarence but, Thomas said he's there's no way he's backing down. So yeah, exactly. Good for him. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna come out in droves. Um, I really, I really hope that Christians will will truly because you see how many pastors like even with this is out here are still silent mm-hmm. on this because yes. they look at it as purely a political issue. But this is a this is a scripture issue. This is a this is a kingdom issue. That's right. Um, and I, I truly hope that righteous men and women will rise up and um, and that we'll truly see an end to this genocide here in our lifetime. Not just in my state, not just in Tennessee, but um, that you know we we will fight back and push back and see an end to this. And, and look, I'll go ahead and say it. We need to. People are talking about. Oh, is this going to be a civil war? Could you? You know what? Maybe so. And we need to be willing to pick up arms to protect the unborn. Well, I guess he's got all the guns, brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, we saw what happened in 1776. But uh, speaking, yep. speaking of Tennessee, <clears throat> uh, when Governor Bill Lee does a good thing, he then, well, does kind of a stupid thing. Uh, the good thing he did was he signed a law criminalizing the, the distribution of abortion pills through mail. Uh, the Tennessee, okay. Tennessean reported that this new legislation will prohibit any remote distribution of chemically abortive pharmaceuticals. However, the law will not prohibit the prescription of such substances in person by a physician. So uh, it, it's good that they're doing this, but they're not seeing it all the way through. So Again, it's just, a, uh, it's just more incremental steps, which yeah. is what a lot of the Republican Party wants to do. They just want to go go very incremental, do the bare minimum they can do so that way they can raise funds and have wine and cheese dinners. Meanwhile, the blood of preborn children spills in their state. That's exactly what that is. That that will not save any lives. No, I mean, it's just lip service, honestly. Yep. Uh, so on the other side, uh, he opposes a bill making murderers serve full sentences. Uh, this one kind of took me aback, uh, especially with you know Tennessee being a deep red state. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and radical leftists are promoting anarchy and, and de-incarceration, you know, fueling the worst crime wave we've had in a generation. Um, Tennessee legislature passed an, uh, a truth and sentencing bill, uh, House Bill 2656, uh, Senate Bill 2248, to ensure that those found guilty of crimes like murder, robbery, aggravated kidnapping, aggravated burglary, or carjacking serve their full sentence. 
Uh, the vote was 20 to 6 in the Senate and uh, 86 to 9 in the House. Uh, so they had the supermajority uh, with a lot of inner city Democrats, you know, joining every Republican in support, which you don't see that often, especially when uh, our mayor has been a Democrat. Uh, we've had a Democratic mayor, um, you know, regardless of who it was, probably for the last 10, 15 years in Nashville, uh, which is plagued by growing violence. Uh, so it's good to see a lot of Democrats uh, step on and join the fight. But then it gets to the governor, who is, quote, a Republican, uh, and he refuses to sign it, which is going to pass regardless because of the supermajority. Uh, but he wanted to make it known that he opposed the bill. Uh, he doesn't think that uh, incarcerating these people will make a difference. Uh, he said it costs too much money on the state. Uh, the uh, prisons get overcrowded. That's the same liberal rhetoric we've heard for years now. Uh, so he is somewhat liberal uh, when it comes to that policy. And that's it's really unfortunate to see um, why you would ever let any murderers or any of the people out on parole uh, unless you found a loophole later on through you know appeals that they were innocent. Um, he doesn't want to keep people in prison. Uh, try to make some sense out of that, Drake. Like, yeah. uh, why would you let people free? Like, we know why the liberals do it because you know they want to cause anarchy. But Bill Lee is a Christian and a conservative governor, and he's almost taken you know the democratic stance on this. And I don't understand In a very conservative state. And I don't understand why. Obviously, Nash- Nashville, Memphis, they're going to be liberal, but. Mm-hmm. You know, other than that, it's going to be, you know, it's a very conservative state. And so, uh, look, some crimes, look, I, I do think there is an uh, overpopulation problem in prisons. I think there needs to be a lot more rehabilitation rather than just solitary confinement. But when it comes right. to murder, no, absolutely not. So I don't know why he's like, he's trying to have them <laughs> not when they've murdered. They've, they've literally killed somebody. Yeah. Not carry out their sentence. He doesn't want them in there for life because, you know, it costs too much yeah. money to the taxpayers. I don't, I don't know, dude. No. I don't know. Uh, Elon Musk came out recently and said that, and I know this is going to be a shocker to you, Drake, so get ready for this one. Uh, Elon says that Twitter has a strong left-wing bias. Can you believe that, dude? Come on. Twitter? No way. Twitter's, no. They didn't show any bias to us, did they? No. <laughs> No, not at all. Um, yeah. So it's just funny that he has to even say that out loud. Uh, of course yep. it does. If you've been paying attention for the last two or three years, you'll see that Twitter has silenced not only yourself, uh, but the standing president of the United States when he was in office, which is uh, unprecedented. Yes. Um, God forbid anybody ever did it to President Obama or President Biden. People will lose their minds, but it's okay. Trump, bad. Orange man, yeah. bad. Uh, but... Elon also said uh, this week that he thinks the ban on Trump was uh, un-American, unpatriotic, uh, and uh, and really immoral. Uh, and he is yep. actually thinking of lifting the ban on, on President Trump. So that's a, uh, he absolutely that's a good thing. should. Yeah. That should be one of the first things. That, yeah, he should do that right away. Uh, we should get you unbanned too. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's good. I mean, it's good that Elon is uh, is kind of being level headed on this whole thing and. He put out a funny drawing a few weeks ago about like his political stance. It was a cartoon drawing with three different scenarios. Uh, when he first started, he was left of center, uh, and then he uh, as things kind of shifted, like they moved left, but he stayed where he was. But now they're so far left, he's actually right of center now. Uh, so just shows what the political climate has done 
to Elon, who's all who's been known as a globalist uh, in the past. Yeah. Uh, but now, I mean, look, he's admitted he's on the spectrum. He is, you know, uh, has a form of autism. So um, a lot of autistic people don't judge things uh, with emotions because some a lot of them are un- incapable of having certain emotions. He deals with a lot of logic and also being somewhat of a genius. Well, you know. When some parts of your brain are strong, the other parts lack. So when put uh, with the truth uh, in black and white, he's standing up for what's right. And you got to give him credit for, uh, for doing that. I mean, this is the richest guy in the world. He can literally do whatever he wants. But he actually cares about social issues. And he, he cares about uh, what's right and what's wrong and, and you know, free speech and having a free country. So yes. um, it's, it's incredible to see the kind of change that he's took over the last several years. Um, and he said he's going to go through and fire a whole bunch of Twitter employees that are losing their minds right now and, uh, and hopefully kick out all the, you know, the censors and the, the fact checkers and all that. So, uh, I think we're on the right course when it comes to that, but uh, he put out a tweet and says, if anything ever happens to me, uh, it was, it was a good, it was a good ride. Like I'll miss you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he's worried about getting taken out by the left too. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, look, it's a good time to buy Teslas, right? With the price uh, of gas going up, we're at record highs Man, right I now. I know, right? Come Rec- on, record highs. Um, and look, we saw high gas prices when Obama was in office, but now they're even higher. Um, I know you're not an economic major, but um, let me ask you this: uh, Oil companies are billionaires, right? Yes. Um, why would they want to? Stop people from buying their gas because it's too expensive. Like, I mean, they can have some say in what, what margins they take, whether it's Shell or BP or Exxon or any of these guys. So why do you think they're, they're letting the, um, the local stations take the hit? You know, all the franchisees uh, that license their names um, are the ones that get stuck with having to raise prices because gas is so expensive. But you think they could send some kickbacks down to the people that, that franchise their name uh, and help them out. Yet they're just doing the opposite. It just keeps on going up and up and up and up. Man, I I have no earthly idea why they would want to do it. I had nothing, zero. I don't think you would. But zero I just, contributions yeah. on this topic whatsoever. Zero. I, I think about the strangest things, but I mean, to me, yeah. it would make sense to where they would incentivize uh, some of their, you know, the people that franchise their names out to mm-hmm. kind of give them some help and, and maybe give them some money towards, you know, like. Like a fuel surcharge. Yeah, help out the little guy. Help out the little guys. Instead, they're going to go out of business at some point. Uh, and yeah. I know they don't make money on gas to begin with. It's all about the you know the convenience stores and all that. Um, but you know, I think gas jumped thirty cents overnight here, or even forty cents, which is ridiculous. Uh, I was at four fifteen today, and it was like three seventy eight yesterday. Uh, four seventy yeah, yesterday. Like now it's, it's five fifteen now. It's it's we're almost in California territory here. Yes. Um, where does it stop? I mean, the president won't do anything about it, obviously. Um, can anybody in a state level help out? Like, I don't know. Yeah, they could do a gas tax moratorium. They can, okay. absolutely. Which the, our, our governor has called for, but the legislature didn't back him up on it. Really? Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. That really is. Because um, I know Connecticut had super, super, stupid high gas taxes. Um, so th- that can be controlled at a state level, but they won't do yeah, it. Yeah, it, it can be curtailed and mitigated. 
I don't get it. I don't get it. I, I feel like we're the only ones that know what's going on. And, and <laughs> like, yeah. you, you ever see the movie with Roddy Piper, They Live? Yes. Uh, so you put the sunglasses on, and he saw exactly what was going on around him, but everybody yeah. else kind of had blinders on. They didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I feel like we're the only ones with the sunglasses, and, and nobody, nobody else knows what's going on. Like, we need more people to wake up uh, and unplug from the Matrix. Um, and I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> I love that movie. I really do. Yeah. Um, we're in some tough times, dude. Um, will it really make a difference if guys like you get in? Uh, if we can flip seats in the house, uh, well, and, if and you got more again, if you got more strong conservatives, it absolutely will make a difference. Uh, it will because they're not controlled by corporate interests. But again, just the the political game they make it so it is so difficult for a, uh, an outsider, a regular guy, a citizen, a yeah. citizen legislator to run for office. Um, and, and look, by the grace of God, I you know qualified months ago by via candidate petition. But um, they stack the get the stack the deck so much against you. Whether there's unlimited caps and fundraising and where you can take funds from and everything like that, to where it, it has almost nothing to do with your policy, with how principled you are, with how strong you are in your character, or um, very little to do with your background. It's really about how much money you can raise. And That's they, literally yeah. like I, I meet people at the from the party upper level. Um, hey, good, hey, good to meet you. Hey, how much have you raised? Like literally, that's the first thing they say. Hey, good luck. Go raise a bunch of money. Like that's that's the really the first thing that would on our mind. Yeah. Well, we you saw know? that that truck driver in New Jersey that that won his yes. uh, his seat was barely any money at all. So I mean, it is one hundred fifty three dollars, right? So I mean, it is it is possible. Um, is it just the rhinos are are just desperate and afraid to to not you know they don't want to lose their seat and they're scratching and clawing yep. and trying to hold you down because they love they, control, man. They do. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Like I don't know where people. Hey, went. It's a good old boys club. It really is. And I don't know where they went wrong. I think they had all good yeah. intentions when they started, but you know somehow got. Uh, especially in Washington, you know, this, it, it breaks, the machine breaks you down and changes your character. Um, yes. and it's just, it's unfortunate. And, you know, I, I know that would never happen to guys like you and, and, and Dr. No. Willie and that. So, um, I, 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 I pray every night, dude, I pray every night for my family first, uh, and then for our country because, um, we need a revival, uh, in this country. And, uh, like you, like you said, before God is not pleased with America right now. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Um, inspirational Bible verse. You ready to go for that? Sure. All right. Let's do it. No matter what's happened in your life, where you are today, or what burden you're carrying, God loves you and wants to comfort you today. Here's the inspirational Bible verse of the week. All right, Brother Words. What do you have for us this week, sir? Uh, yes, yes. One of my absolute favorites. Um, uh, talk, we talk about being strong in the faith, being bold. Uh, Romans 1.16. Um, Romans 1.16 says, I, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. First for the Jew, then for the Gentile. Um, I, I, I just I love 
the opening part of that verse, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. And the gospel is available for everybody, the Jew, the Gentile, the Greek, no matter what your background is, where you come from. I've seen radical transformations in people yep. who said they would never, never give this Jesus stuff a try. Um, and so, you know, once you have Christ in your heart, you get that relationship with him, you're living for him. You can't be ashamed to say it, especially in these perilous times where we need Christians and pastors with a backbone that are willing to stand up against the evil of our day. Uh, so Romans 1.16, remember, do not be ashamed of the gospel. Have you had the opportunity to witness anybody yet as you've been your door knocking, or do you kind of try to not uh, involve? Oh, too? 100%. Good. Oh, no, yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah. Witness at work. Witness. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I get, I get the opportunity to pray for people. Um and, and, you know, on my flyers right there, it just says Christian conservative. I mean, we put it out there. I so love that. Yeah. They, they know what side of the aisle we're on, and they know whose team we're playing on. That's good. I love that. Uh, yes. All right, Drake, where can people find you, brother? Uh, and what's yeah, that going on? Yeah, you can find me on, on Instagram and Facebook at Vote Drake Wirtz. Uh, you can also, uh, please take a visit to my website, votedrake.com. If you like what you see, you like what I stand for. If you live in the United States, uh, I, I invite you and I'd be totally honored. Uh, if you make a contribution to our website, uh, whether it's five, 10, $20, uh, or all the way up to the max of a thousand dollars, that'd be fantastic. So, uh, anyway, uh, check out votedrake.com, sign up for my email blast. Uh, and then make sure that you check out one of Rad Rob's uh, 34 podcasts that he does every week. <laughs> uh, I, I do appreciate that. Yes, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rad Rob Gaming. Uh, I do have many, many podcasts that you can find here. Just search Rad Rob Radio Network. If you want to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Uncanceled Pod. Uh, and on Instagram, you are Vote Drake Words or, or the Drake Words and uh, uh, Vote Drake Words. Vote Drake it's Words. Vote. Yeah, gotcha. Uh, so follow Drake on Instagram as well. Uh, we appreciate your support, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Uncanceled. We'll see you right here next week for another episode. Take care, guys. Next week will be episode 35. Wow, 35 already. Yes. See you next week, guys. See you guys. Thanks for listening to Uncanceled with Drake Wirtz. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Uncanceled Pod. You can also send us an email at uncanceledpodcast at gmail.com. You've been listening to Uncanceled with Drake Wirtz right here on the Rad Rob Radio Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.